There we go. We got it. Hello. <laughs> How are Hello. you? I am absolutely great. How are you? I am so good. I'm so happy to be here in my first fireside room. Oh, okay. Beautiful. All right. So let us, uh, I introduced you a little bit here. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you, how did you land in this place talking about conscious relationships? Well, well, tell us what a conscious relationship is first and then tell us how you got here. Yeah. Um, I would define a conscious relationship as, um, it's going to sound so silly, but relating consciously, which means that, um, I'm aware of myself. I know myself really well, uh, or I'm continually getting to know myself. I am aware of dynamics. I'm aware of, um, dynamics between me and another person. I know myself and my body well enough to know when I get triggered or when I feel aligned with, um, what's going on in the relationship or, a, an, um, you know, a circumstance or an experience. Um, and that, I am paying attention to how I am being in relation to the other person that I'm relating to. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense, right? Because we're we're talking about a framework for people to be able to know themselves in some way because classically in relationships people well, they blame their partners, they poke at them, you know, there's things that are happening within us. And, and without that, that commitment, it sounds like, um, yeah, like you're helping people to be able to find out enough about what's going on, really going on. So we're not harming another person. Is, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. And, you know, I really believe that, um, you know, we're here to, to experience what it is to be in a body. So this is kind of where the intuitive aspect of me and my work comes in is that I really believe because I see this and, you know, work with clients that there is, we are more than just bodies, right? We're, we're spirits having a physical experience and, and we're on a path of evolvement and growing, um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, uh, physically, and, um, and, and that my relationships and the experiences that I have in my life are really all for that one thing. It is the involvement of me and the involvement of humanity, consciousness. Um, so it gets a little bit out there, but, um, but it all kind of feeds into the journey, right? The journey of life of, of putting one foot in front of the next and experiencing this path of my life as Carrie Jaroslow in this, you know, in this lifetime. Um, so, so my relationships and when I'm unconscious in them, I experience a lot of, uh, disempowerment and, um, hurt and fear. And when I move consciously into a conscious relationship, all of those experiences become empowering because they are highlighting what within me is wanting attention, is wanting to be looked at. And so when we have conscious relationships, 
our can we have conscious relationships with our our lovers, our friends, our parents, ourselves? Who are conscious relationships for? All of the above and the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, even like listening to news and getting triggered from something that I hear on or on a movie or on TV, you know, is is an is a opportunity for me to look at why that triggers me, what within me is unhealed, what within me is wounded and wants attention. So it's really consciously relating to every aspect of the world, including myself. You know, I love so much of what you're saying. What I'll pick out one thing that I, I particularly love is, you know, you're talking in a way about what, you know, what people might feel they're here to do, how they're here to serve, what they see as their purpose, or at least what gives their lives meaning. And I, 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 we often think about that as in such an individual way, right? But from what I hear you saying, you're making a commitment with other people and you're, you're in relationship with to support each other in terms of this respective um, yes. evolution. Is that right? Yeah. And you know, um, in my intimate relationships, when I, I really believe a fundamental aspect of a conscious relationship is the ability to communicate with care, clarity, integrity, somewhat transparency. And, and in that communication, the ability to communicate, if my partner is aware of what's going on with him, and is able to say I'm triggered and I know and understand what his triggers are, I can better support him and vice versa. Oh, yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, it makes total sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, in terms of uh, every single one of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Carrie, so how did you get involved in this? Yeah. Well, I've had such a wide range of things that I've done in my life. I started in theater and, um, and went to school for directing and moved up to New York city to become a casting director, um, and, uh, worked for the show blue man group, um, as their casting director and one of their directors but it was really in New York City that I got introduced to, uh, I call it that which is not physical. You know, the, the things like yoga and astrology. And these were this was in the early 1990s, right? So it wasn't like you could just hop on your computer and search Google for astrology. You know, this was really like where I sought it out. And, and that started the path of, oh, there's something more out there and I'm really intrigued. And this is where I think I'm going to find my own personal healing. And so I continued with Blue Man Group uh, in New York City and then moved to Las Vegas to be the resident director of that show. And in my first year in Las Vegas, I decided that I was going to take a Reiki class and learned Reiki and uh, learned level one and two and then um, was attuned to the master level and uh, started to to really go into all of that while I was working at Blue Man. And then in 2006, I left Blue Man and uh, went to massage school and went fully into the healing arts. So it was like I went from the performing arts to the healing arts. 
And uh, I, my first husband was an intuitive. He was actually, he was trained at the Berkeley Psychic Institute, taught me a lot about intuitive reading. Um, and I incorporated all of that in my healing process uh, and practice. And uh, while I was in Vegas, got divorced from that intuitive and then uh, did a deep, deep dive into my own personal healing. Oh my God. I, I went to an energy doctor uh, in Las Vegas and within three months of the modality that he used, which was is called Theta Healing, which I then went on to learn and practice and, and I use. Within three months, I had healed the relationship with my father, healed the relationship with my first husband and had brought in a brand new relationship that was very different, very, very different. And I knew I was onto something. So, so that all happened. I had my healing practice and then um, started visioning a new life over on the East Coast. And in 2012, my new husband, Lewis, and I moved with our friends to North Carolina to open a vineyard and winery. We opened a vineyard and uh, we, we actually took over a vineyard and winery in North Carolina. And um, I had two children. And as my children were growing up, that's when I went fully back into this, went fully back into healing work, working with clients. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the pandemic hit and I knew I wanted to write a book about healing from divorce because I really believe divorce is an opportunity to heal and can be a transformative experience like it was for me. And I wanted to teach people how to do that. So I wrote my book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me? And uh, and started healing and coaching from there. Amazing. Carrie, what, uh, so what, when you started doing conscious, thinking about conscious relationships, was it, did you start already thinking about it when you were in your first marriage or did it come out of your second marriage? What, uh, what was the melding of this, you know, work, energy work and, and, and this other kind of like, uh, you know, beyond the physical investigation mm-hmm. and this idea about, uh, about conscious relationships particularly? So in my first marriage, I feel like there was, I was maybe, 15% conscious and 85% completely ruled by all of the fears that were unresolved. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sure if we, if, if um, his name was Matthew, if Matthew and I argue, it's going to end in a breakup because that's what happened with my parents. I never saw them fight until they were divorcing. Wow. So every time he would, we would raise our voices, I would be triggered I didn't know how to deal with it. I was terrified to deal with it. And um, so I would say a, a huge portion of that, even though I was really educated, it was almost a master class in like, you know, intuitive reading and all of that. But in terms of relationship, I feel like I was very much unconscious. And when we got divorced, I realized I had a big aha moment that the divorce was really about me healing the relationship with my father. And that's where I went into it. And so I knew that I had experienced a tremendous healing when three months after I started with my own healing, I sat in the parking lot of, in a Las Vegas uh, strip mall, you know, is sitting like, I don't even know where we were. My father had flown out to, to be with me and we sat in the car and had like a three hour conversation 
about everything that had happened in my childhood. And I saw a completely different side. I had only heard my dad was the bad guy, but I heard a very different side. And it was just like the heavens opened up, you know, it was such a healing. And uh, my relationship after that was not the relationship that I'm in now, but it was different in that I was openly communicating. I didn't have that fear that we were going to break up. I just was in it. I was uh, aware of what was going on within me. I communicated it. Um, It was almost like practice ground for me to feel scared to bring something up, but do it anyway. And that's what prepared me to be with Lewis. And I would say that we are 90 to 95% conscious about the things that come up. We say all the time, I am triggered right now and I'm going to go off and figure out why. And then I want to come back and talk about it. And, oh, and and this is well. This is actually a really good segue into the because you've got three tips for us, and I know mm-hmm. that this is um, one of those is around being triggered. Let's segue into that if that's okay, so people yeah. have some tips that they can use themselves as well. Absolutely. So uh, my first tip uh, step, I would say, is to adopt a self evolvement attitude, and that's just committing to I am on a path of healing and becoming a truer version, the best version of myself that I can be. That doesn't mean that I'm always happy, that I'm perfect or anything like that. It's just more fulfilled, happy, honest, real. You know, so adopting that is a foundational step because it's the step that you're always going to come back to when you're in relationship, that this relationship is about growth. Mm. It doesn't need to be perfect. And most times it's not. I don't even know any relationship that's perfect in, in, you know, all honesty. Um, But I've brought this relationship into my life because I am here to grow and evolve. So that I think is foundational. Adopt a self-evolvement attitude. I'm here to grow. And, uh, and, and the relationships that I bring into my life are about that growth and uncovering. This, this is great. If you're just joining us, this is Sexual Healing Central. And I'm interviewing Carrie Jarislow, who's a, a best-selling author. And she is also a coach, a conscious relationship coach. And she's talking to us, giving us some, some steps for us to be able to have conscious relationships. I also want to just mention if anyone would like to ask questions at any point during, during our, our talk, please just uh, ask to come up on the stage and I will grant you that ability. Uh, totally welcome that. So Carrie, so this is really, I love this as, um, as this foundation, right? This, this, uh, this evolution attitude. What do you call it specifically? A self-evolvement attitude. Self-evolvement attitude. All right. So what's the next step if I have that? Yes. So the next step is um, I'm going to put a one point step 1.5. Okay. Um, That I just thought of right now, because I think that this is, it's kind of like a part of that, but it's also a commitment to knowing yourself, to knowing who you are. Okay, that's going to that's going to help with step number two, which is going inward when triggered. Mm. So 
So knowing I, so committing to wanting to know who I am, all the good and the bad, right? Or, you know, bad, I put in, in air quotes, right? It's like the, the, I would say the healed and the unhealed. Okay. The, the, the truth and the wounded, all of that, knowing that part of myself. And then when I get triggered, knowing, oh, I feel um, defensive right now. And that comes up when I get triggered. So knowing yourself that that's how it comes out, I'm triggered. And then I'm going to choose to go inward to look at why I'm being triggered instead of blaming the other person for feeling this way. And Carrie, what are some things, so give us some specifics with regard to, so if I'm going, if I'm feeling bad, right, I'm feeling Mm -hmm. whatever, angry or something, just feeling grumpy. And so Mm -hmm. I, if I do this, I say to myself, okay, I think I'm being triggered right now. Or I say to my partner, I'm being triggered. I'm going to go inward. So where do you go? I think you mm-hmm. said once you go on your yoga mat, where, what can people do in order to kind of work that out and get the information about, well, what, what the hell is going on? Absolutely. <laughs> so I am a huge advocate of a daily self-care practice. Now, I have a whole, you can actually go on my website and I have a free guide to coming up with a daily maintainable practical self-care practice. And I started my practice five years ago when I had two little kids and a very, very busy um, business in the winery. So I was like, I, I was nonstop and I had completely lost myself. And I decided I was going to get on my yoga mat every day for at least three minutes. That's all. That was the requirement. And I needed to start filling my own container because I felt completely lost and empty. So when I talk about daily self-care practice, I'm not talking about even 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I tried that and totally failed. So really just having whatever that is, that is the thing for you. For me, it's yoga. Yoga has always been just something that I love. I'd love to do an hour and a half yoga class. I don't never have the time to do that. But I know that because I have shown up every day, even when I'm sick, even when I don't feel like it, even when I feel like I've done a crappy job being on my mat and my mind was in a million different places, I still come back to my mat. And I have every day, every, I'm about uh, 28 days away from five years every day on my mat. And so that's where I go when I feel triggered because I know that that's my safe spot. That's my place that I go to. I know people journal. People go on a walk. People, um, another thing, I'd love to take baths. So I'll just, I'll go and take three baths a day, you know, where I go in the bath for five minutes or 10 minutes and I just kind of wipe things off and go inward or I take a quick shower. So understanding what is the thing that can allow you to step back, that brings you joy, that brings you your mind to rest a little bit. What is that thing? And that's where um, I guide people to go do that thing and have it. Know what it is. So you go right there. I'm triggered. I'm going to go on my mat. Now, I have two kids. So sometimes I get triggered at 10 a.m. I can't get on my mat till 9 p.m. So I just get on my mat when I can. 
But I know that I have that every day to go to. Oh, that's so fascinating. Right. So it's not just a troubleshooting thing, but you have some place where you maybe regularly go, not maybe, but where you regularly go and mm-hmm. connect with yourself, get calm, maybe get clear. And then, so that's, it sounds like that would be um, maybe more readily available to you, or you might be able to, you know, get that, that kind of clarity you need because you're, you've got a habit, you're used to, um, you know, using that in, in a certain way, right? Exactly. And it's in my body, you know, that that's where like, Self-care practice is just that, a practice. A practice for what? For the time that you need it. You know, yoga, like yoga's taken on such a different experience here in the States, but yoga, your practice is for when you need it, right? It's for when you, in those times where you get super triggered and your right-mindedness goes out the window and you've practiced day in, day out, you've done the sun salutation, you know, every day, once a day, just once. So you know that you can go into that. So I always guide people to have a list of the things. Like one thing for me that brings me actually clarity is sweeping. It's very weird, but I love sweeping because it's like, it's symbolic, you know, I'm like sweeping the dust away. And so sometimes I'll just grab a broom and start sweeping And I start to clear the energy so that I can maybe get a little clarity about what is going on. And There are some times where that clarity doesn't come for days, months. You know, sometimes it's a continual question or I may get a little bit of clarity, but then I get lost again. And so I just keep coming back to it. And again, that's where number one, adopt a self-evolvement attitude. That is my number one purpose is to understand myself. Right. So you're going to adopt this self-evolvement attitude. That's number one. Number two is to... Uh, is to go inward when you're being triggered. What's the third step? The third step is twofold. It's gratitude and finding the lesson. Finding the lesson. So what does that mean? Finding the lesson is looking at why this experience that you have created, the trigger, is so valuable. Is valuable. So So if my husband says something to me that just like I feel that feeling in my belly and in my heart, that's where I feel it. And um, he says something to me that probably doesn't mean it in the way that I took it, but because it, it touches that unhealed wound, it triggers me. The, the gratitude is I actually instantly go to, I'm so thankful this happened. I don't know why, but I'm thankful. Oh, so hard to do. So hard to do, right? <laughs> but I pra- again, I practice it for those moments mm-hmm. where it's really, really hard. So I'll practice it with little things. Oh, you know, a customer came into the winery and said something to me off the cuff and it triggered me. Okay, thank you for that coming into my life. There's something to look at there. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to heal that wounded part so that I can come and be more a truer version, a better version of myself. Wow. So gratitude. So sometimes I will just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know why, but thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, And more times than not, I find the lesson. Oh, that was coming up because I needed to look at my fear of the relationship going away or something happening or something changing it. 
I needed to look at that and really go into look at where does that come from? I'm thankful for this lesson and this opportunity to heal from that. Wow. That that's these three tips or steps is really, really such an interesting way, a, a really helpful way, I think, of of being able to uh yeah, to just to be with people in a way that you can really evolve together. Carrie, where can people find you if uh, if they want more of your wisdom? Oh, I would love for people to uh, join me on Instagram. Um, that's where I have a whole lot of content. What I was doing in all of 2021 was really picking a subject a month and talking about that. I talk about conscious relationships. I talk about a self-care program. I talk about forgiveness, gratitude, all of that. Um, and you can get to all of that from my website, carriejarislow.com. I can, you can also email me. I have a freebie that I love to give to you. It's a guide to come up with a self-care practice, uh, that daily maintainable self-care practice. It is easier than you think. And everyone deserves that time to give to yourself. We give to so many people. I think so many people give to so many people, jobs, experiences, you know, causes, and we forget about ourselves. So um, carriejarislow.com is the way to find all of that. Incredible. And just uh, to spell it, it's uh, maybe just spell it out since we're, yeah. we don't have text here. <laughs> it's in my profile, um, but it's C-A-R-R-I-E-J-E-R-O-S-L-O-W.com. Excellent. So we're going to wrap it up, Carrie, but uh, what would the world, uh, just as a final question here, what would the world look like if we all had, if we had conscious relationships with each other? Uh, I say that if we all learned how to consciously relate, we could heal humanity and we could heal the earth as well. Like we could heal humanity. And that's because instead of, we look at you know, you just look at the news and culture and TV, and it's all about blame. You need to change to make me better and to make my life better. If we take the responsibility off of other people and bring it on ourselves, then we're coming together. We're healing ourselves and healing our relationships and then healing the world. So I believe that it could really alter the course of humanity. It's a really bold statement and bold claim, but I do believe it to my core. It's, it's radical. It really is <laughs> radical. If you, if you like track this through, through all the different things, not just our, our personal relationships, but you know, the relationships we have with, you know, anyone who doesn't disagree, you know, anyone who disagrees yes. with us, right? Yes. Like, yes. You know, yeah, this is, it's radical. You've got to change. Your thinking is wrong. You know, it's radical. And it's, it's the opposite of everything that we are taught. It is not the outside in. It is the inside out. And it takes a lot of courage to go on that path. 
I'm telling you, there are times where it is really scary. I don't want to look at a certain aspect of myself that I that is icky and I don't like it. But it is where the gifts lie and it is where your freedom lies as well, is going within. And so I think it's important to have either friends or coaches or a coach or a therapist or someone who can really help you to go into those deep, deep crevices because it's it's only a wound that can be healed. It can be healed. Um, and sometimes it takes help to be able to do that. I needed help when I was looking at the deepest, darkest parts of myself. Yeah, this is really, I, and I love it. I'm going to end it here. Uh, I like to end by five. And uh, I love just ending on this note of freedom, right? That, mm-hmm. that, that, that inner work could lead to, to freedom. I, I just, I really love that and connection, of course. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie, for coming on the show. And thank you, audience, for, uh, for being here. And I hope that you have gotten some, some nuggets you can use in your life. I am here on Thursdays at 4.30 from 4.30 to 5. So please join me again on Sexual Healing Central, and I will see you soon. Thank you, Laura.